Alright guys, so we're gonna do the last video with Alice. This is about um, when my mom lied to me about one of her friends. So, her name was Franca. I think we use it in the video. It's not like you ever will know who it is, but she died and this woman um, was kind of a gossip and she was always trying to drive a, a wedge between you know us and on something she was right in the sense that she was you know like looking out for my mom my dad and me but on the other side she kind of went overboard and she was really just trying to be controlling and telling you what to do and if you didn't listen then she would kind of like cut you off so over time she started this war with me as well it was like a cold war where she just didn't give a shit about me and then without you know ever listening to anybody else but my mother you know she would judge situations and then give advice to my mother and basically create more problems and she tried to you know say shit about my brother and his friend and some of it was true when they were actually doing stupid shit that was putting us in danger because back then we were just landed immigrants and my dad didn't know what was going on but that was one of the reasons why he ended up you know fighting so much with my brother and then kick him out because they were doing this stupid shit him and his friend and he was more his friend but he was part of it he was always into stupid shit and I guess you know it's again it's part of the trauma some people go that way and some people go the other so you know I understand why it happened I just think at some point you have to work on yourself and stop having excuses um, and just you know realizing that now you're an adult and you can help your inner child grow out of that trauma and actually live a real life <laughs> so I think that's called accountability I don't know but uh, apparently they're very good at telling other people how to be accountable but when they have to do it it's you know oh I'm okay oh yeah you're the only human being who could have got over all of this shit without working on it sure of course you're not that emotionally intelligent, I'm sorry, but, you know, it's hard to tell them because they think they are, right, and they're so IQ smart. The higher the IQ, the lower the EQ usually. It's very hard to find people who are really, you know, that's the, that's when you are in the presence of someone who actually is super humble, super nice. Like, really intelligent people are not like Kill Gates and all those, you know, cons. They're actually very kind, they're very humble, and they help. A lot more than anybody else that's what surreal intelligence is about but you know it's very rare to find those people I find anyway so I speak from direct experience because I mean yeah I wish this cabeza sometimes worked <laughs> but when he glitches it's like hey, yeah yeah I can't even fucking uh, I can do one plus one equals two but I wouldn't be surprised if I said three in that moment no I wouldn't but I would definitely mix right and left it's insane the stupid shit you can do so um she lied to me about her friend because one of the pet peeves i had with her was that we were at dinner and when we first moved here um the only way i could make friends because i was too late to register for school and really there was nothing i could do and i there was nothing that i could join you know to learn english and to get going and it's really difficult to make friends here people are really stuck up 
and they're kind of like I call them Brits wannabes without the Brits humor it's really sad and it was it also we were in an area where there were a lot of Asian families and it's not to put them down by any means but back there I mean they did cut you out you were like a white devil to them and you know they weren't super nice any of them like we didn't know anyone really so and in fact some of them were actually a little rude because you know they didn't like our dogs for example so our dogs weren't doing anything but they were home alone because they were working so hour so many hours and so you know and, and they left them outside because my parents were always obsessed if the house burned down because you know they're wood and it's you light a match and they go on fire that's what my dad used to say that was his reasoning for not buying one and so he used to be a, a realtor and a developer in Italy so that's why he had a big refusal because he was screwed royalty there royally there after you know he he single-handedly made these bankers get promoted with all the loans and stuff that they my dad brought them so much business and then when my dad ran into trouble the same people gave him a hard time for giving him a loan and stuff and fucking screwed him over so my dad was like you know he was so disgusted by the whole thing because it's not like he expected a special treatment my dad was very fair he was like just fucking treat me well you know like treat me like an ash not don't don't try and screw me over like i never you are in this position now because of me you know so yeah at least give me a fair fucking deal not you know the scrooge deals so my dad that's why he decided to leave Italy because you know the Italian system is so fucked and you don't see it if you're an employee as much you see it when you run your own business that's how you can va evaluate how honest a country is guys wake the fuck up so you know um, and especially when you're in certain categories how they fuck you over more it's it's really funny so you never want to own a shop because you're super exposed and you know that's why a lot of people went online even though it was only good when Amazon was alone and you know they didn't pay taxes and all that now everybody's paying taxes online right because it's not just Amazon anymore I always love how they give the best deals to corporations not to the people as if corporations were more important than the people but anyway, this woman uh, was very stuck-up Italian woman, you know, she married into some dude who, according to her, was a noble. These people always felt above others. They would call the regular Italian people Italianuzzi because, you know, it means it's a very derogatory way of saying, like, little Italians. They were real snobs and with no real reason because, honestly, pff, wow, you know, like... Uh, I won't get into details, but wow, is what comes to my mind, and you are so not superior. <laughs> but they were kind of, you know, full of it. And so she, when her husband died and stuff, it was a huge tragedy, and that's another story. But basically, that was the excuse for why she was the way she was. And like, no, nah, you were always like that. I mean, it's pretty obvious that you feel above others for some weird reason or another. And, you know, the bottom line is she she was racist and i was dating this indian guy that i had met online like this dude was a phd in ocean engineering he's the guy who's related to the pepsi cola um ceo so um these people you know were not exactly below her in any way he had a few more degrees than she ever could dream of or her children and 
he had really high IQ too. So for people like them, he should have evaluated this. But he looked very simple, like he was an engineer and they're a different species. It's kind of like what I like. They're, you know, they can be really low-key usually, but, you know, they have a... Especially if you do his kind of engineering where, you know, if the building goes down or the platform doesn't perform, people die. It's a lot of weight on your shoulders. So it's not exactly an easy job. I personally wouldn't want to really have that responsibility. Well, it's mostly because my brain gets so mixed up. Imagine if I, oops, <laughs> the wrong calculation, people die. Yeah, it wouldn't be very good for me, right? But this, this dude used to write programs and he would show me, right? And I always thought it was so cool because you could see the water move. I, I always loved that shit. It's just, you know, I like to learn it, but not have that kind of pressure. I wouldn't perform well. It would be too much. But he was great at it, and then he became huge in his office over time. We just lost touch after a while because, you know, we had our own shit. But also, he was very money-driven. He was very much um, materialistic, totally opposite than me. I was too soft for him. My skin was just too soft for him. He never really appreciated me. He was just another uh, facet of me attracting yet another person who thought I was stupid, who used me, and who basically then discarded me, blaming me for it when, you know, it was kind of like all theirs. Uh, yeah, I took a part in it, absolutely, but it, was, it wasn't it was me who was doing shit. But anyway, uh, back then we were just starting to date and, you know, like we were dating and he was really nice. He helped us out a couple of times with money because that shop was not making money. I mean, small mom and pop's shop don't make money. I went to business school in real life and I understood things by myself. And then when I took some classes, they were like, how do you know this? I'm like, because I fucking lived through it and I'm not an idiot. That's how I know it, right? And so they look at me like, yeah, I just never had a chance in my life because, you know, of circumstances. But um, to go to school, I mean, and to do, to have a normal life like a lot of you have and don't realize how lucky you are, you know, compared to some. But that's okay. Again, my life was pretty good compared to some people, so I'm not playing the victim. I'm just saying, having the chances, I would probably be in a much different position right now, and my health would probably be a lot better, too. So, this woman, um, we were all at dinner in our house. She was there, you know, they were all invited, and, and my ex was there, too. Well, you know, throughout the whole dinner, this woman never once talked to him. She totally ignored him. She was totally stuck up, rude as fuck to him. And then it turned out it's because she didn't like Indians and she had only bad things to say about them. Like she would, she would say things like, oh, you know, they have their, they smell differently. It's like, no, they don't. <laughs> but he used to put coconut oil in his hair. So the first time I went out with him, I thought, wow, Franco was right. They do smell differently. And then we were laughing about this because he was funny. He was an Aquarius and he had that sense of humor. It was like my dad. Like, we have a raw, funny sense of humor, like, really quirky. And anyway, so we were laughing about it. So it was like, how about my, you know, innocence in believing this asshole, you know, racist prick, basically. I'm sorry to say so, but yeah. I hope she comes back and she's poor and she fucking goes through shit and she learns her lesson. Like, this is my hope for people like her. Because, wow, the entitlement. And it was probably because she was hurt, but I still don't justify it. I'm sorry, you're in your 60s, grow the fuck up at some point, you know. And she had tons of money, like she had all the resources she could have wanted, but 
she was just a judgmental person and you know she just didn't realize how lucky she was that she married that dude and he had tons of money and then yeah she was smart about it because she was greedy but I'm sorry that's nothing to really brag about in my world regardless you know I couldn't stand that and I, I my mom was offended and I said this is so uh, rude to, to like be rude to another guest in someone's your guest in you know, and he never did anything to deserve that because he wasn't an asshole and he was, you know, he would become an asshole if people were assholes to him after a long time, but he would have never been like that. He was very smooth, so she had no reason to be that way and for me, that sealed the deal with that woman. I never really wanted to deal too much with them because it was always like, and then over time when she tried to drive a wedge, you know, with my brother knowing that we didn't get along, but it's like, you're not gonna make me hate my brother more because of this shit, you know, it's like, you're a, a jerk, and at, back then I didn't even know about the pedo and what they did to us, like, for me, all that stuff was, like, that dream I forgot was not there, like, I didn't remember shit, so, but I felt it was so unfair, I never listened to just one side of the story, like, people cannot come to me and make me hate a third party because they're bitching about it, like, if you're bitching about it, it may mean that you need to you know, vent, and then I would say, okay, let's tap on it, but I'm not gonna have a preconceived ideas about someone I don't know without meeting them and seeing things for myself, I'm not an idiot, well, a lot of these people are, and they take sides without really knowing the whole thing, so, you know, after that, I kept her at a distance, and my mom <laughs> agreed with me and stuff, but then when my dad died over time, I guess she, you know, wormed her way in, or maybe even before, and my mom blatantly lied to me and said, oh, we don't really talk that much, oh, we're not really that good friends, it was all a lie, because basically then, <laughs> you know, the truth always comes up, when this lady died, was unfortunate circumstance, but she, she had a stroke and ended up in a hospital for two weeks, and then, you know, her daughter, who never gave two shits about me because obviously I was, you know, I was FIFA poor, I, I wasn't in her sphere of, you know, asshole, uh, rich fucks friends, and I wasn't like her, you know, a bimbo, uh, basically, um, bimbo wannabe anyway, she, she calls me up and she's all, you know, obviously fucked up because her mom just died and she's like, I just don't know how to tell your mother because my mother had, like, after my dad died, she almost died herself, literally, like, half an hour later, if they found her, half an hour later, she would have died, and that was within, like, 10 days of my father dying, so it was just fucking brutal, and I was in Italy, because I, I went back, because, um, there were some stuff to take care of after he died, with the pension and stuff, but also, I needed to get out of Vancouver, it was like, I hadn't get it out of here since we moved here 11 years before, and I just, you know, I just have, I felt this need, I needed to go back. It was just like, I need to go back, deal with this, and do it. And I didn't sleep for five days straight. Like, it was fucking insane, man. I, I was so wired. It was just, and then going back to to Italy, you know, you, I hadn't been there for 11 years. My grandma had died. I loved her so much, and she really had a shitty fucking two last years of her life, thanks to my Portuguese aunt and my uncle who put her in a home, because they just simply had to make money to get the house and to travel, you know, and, and they pro she promised us, they promised us they would take care of her, like, I would have never left her behind, but she couldn't come with us, and my dad wanted to move, and my mom 
you know, because there was no future in Italy. But it was a very tough shit to do, to leave my grandma behind like that. And I, to put her in a home, you know, when these people had pensions and could have stayed with her. She only lasted two years, four years. She didn't last that long. And she had the horrible two last years. So it was a lot of shocks, a lot of, you know, shifts in energy. And I didn't know tapping back then. So I was using Reiki, but it was really difficult to go through all of that. And so I didn't sleep for five days. <laughs> I don't know how I did it because I love my sleep. So <laughs> I was really fucked. And also, you know, I had found out about the pedo. And, uh, you know, it was all together. Right? I almost went to his house to fucking strangle him. But there was no time, like, <laughs> but seriously, man, it was just, what a fucking time of, you know, and I had short hair, I, that was the second time in my life I, I shaved my head, basically, because when I go really depressed, that's what I do, I shave my head and I go skinhead. Luckily, I look good, because, I mean, now I'm chubbier, but I've always been very, you know, I had nice jaw and it, my face was pretty proportionate. Now it's a little wonky for all the teeth prongs, but I mean, an age, whatever, uh, it is what it is. But um, luckily I, I didn't look bad, but you know, like it's weird, right? Because they're, they're like, women have long hair, you know, like my aunt, my uncle, they're very much proper. So I was the weird duck always, right? For them. Anyway, they helped me a lot. My my godparents and then seven months later that's when we had a fallout because you know they basically started saying how my dad was horrible and he wasn't like they were totally off base and then before my uncle died in 2020 he was trying to reach out to me because he actually realized that it wasn't my dad and he wanted to apologize but i didn't give him a chance because they hurt me so much like my dad had just died and my dog was dying the one that my dad picked out. I was really going through hell. I had no money. I was living with this same person who always treated me like shit because I wasn't making enough money. So, you know, like my lifelong problem was being constantly thrown in my face. And it wasn't even my fault because I was working my ass off. And I was never trained to, you know, even have a bank account. Like the most simple things for him, for me, were daunting because I never had and you know and he's 10 years younger so that intensified the feeling that I was a loser basically but it wasn't my fault like once I learn stuff I'm good at it you know it's just if you never have a chance it's really hard and the older you get the harder it is because the more it's not because your brain doesn't learn that's a big fat lie by the way go learn neuroscience if you think that but it's because you know you have all these belief systems that go against your benefit right and so I had a lot of wrong belief system around a lot of things because yeah like the logic was logical but if the input in the calculator is wrong to begin with it will give you a logical answer depending on the input so if the input is fallacious the the result will also be wrong which that's what fallacious mean it's nothing to do with your penis for you ignorant people who don't know that because there are people who make those jokes and it's like it's doesn't mean that and um, you know, it's it's really kind of um, fucked up, basically, what happens. So it seems logical to you, but it's not. And that's what happens in our brain, right? When we are in that, in those loops, our perception is skewed because the input to start with was fucked up. And then when we get confirmation, you know, it creates a stronger loop. 
but we can undo that and with you can learn anything you want at any age it's just about you know doing it basically so when when I realized she lied to me because her daughter said oh mom died I don't know how to tell your mother because they are such close friends like she literally out her without realizing right so I was really sorry for Franca because in spite of her you know having been like that I realized she was highly misled as a woman and she was still kind of trying to help but you know one time even like she gave my mom a thousand dollars that she ended up giving me because I didn't have enough money to pay rent and my roommate was hounding me and that's what when I was you know still trying to pay for the course right and then I had to give up because uh, I mean none of them wanted me obviously to succeed and do something you know I would be happy with because misery wants company and so he could have probably helped but he didn't want to <laughs> for whatever reason and um, and that's okay whatever you know like it's not his problem I guess you know karma right but she like the night before when before her daughter called me my room all of a sudden I was in my room doing my thing and all of a sudden my room went down a few degrees it was so fucking cold it was insane so much that I felt the presence coming in and I I looked and I'm like who's there because I couldn't see but it was obvious like so when the next day the, and I still had no idea I just realized something was happening and I didn't know who it was and I hate when that shit happens because it's like what is the fucking point you know but when the daughter called me the next day then I realized I'm like oh my god he like she tried to come and tell me but what really pissed me off was you literally treated me like shit she even went out and told my mother that if I had money problem I could just become a waitress and do that I'm like I have injuries all through my spine on my shoulder I suffer from chronic migraines and from psoriasis you really think I can be a waitress so easily it's a fucking hard job you bitch and I don't even have the right personality because when you have all these problems you're not very patient with assholes because you actually have real problems oh I did not tell it too words now I'm gonna be a bitch the waiter because here in America you know they have to kiss your ass to get their tip so because I'm a small asshole I'm gonna treat this person like shit because I can that's what fucking clients do when you work in that industry you know so <laughs> there was a waitress that used to work with my brother and they were in these high-end restaurants right and they dealt with these assholes and um you know she she once went back i cannot say the joke because uh otherwise it's a big stink but basically she said about certain kind of people that you know maybe the person who haunted them down was because you know <laughs> he went through the same thing with them because they they were horrible like she was like oh my god maybe he was also a waiter and that's why he fucking hated them so much so I, I thought it was really funny and she was a really good girl apparently but when they drive you mental certain clients it, it's just like you know they're rich and they have money and they treat the little people like shit that's how fucked up they are and this is the real thing so anyway this woman whose daughter never fucking 
did do ever any menial work and was a princess and spoiled beyond belief and trust me I was way cuter than she ever was in her life as much as her mom wants to think so you know if you go by that I should have had a better life than she did but no you know she came from the right family she was in the right circle and she never fucking did anything and she but me you know yeah I, I could have been away. so I really had it with that woman and I really was disappointed when I found out my mom was friends with her and such good friends and she lied to me about it. You know, she was excusing her behavior. But that's again typical of narcissistic mothers where they don't give a shit that these people hurt you. They stay friends with them because it's convenient for them. She did that with, um, with anybody really in my life who treated me like shit. If it was convenient for her to keep them in her life, she would, and then she would justify it with me and say, oh, but it's okay, it's completely betrayal, complete betrayal from her part. Because I would never, like, anyone normal wouldn't do that. And she did, and she justified it, and then she would try and make me feel bad because I wasn't understanding. It's like, uh, no, you're being, you're not loyal to the, to the people who have been there for you, and you should because they're your children. You should care about me more and how I feel more than some third party who has literally tried to put wedges between, you know? And, again, they never had real jobs, these people. They never had to really work their ass off. So, you know, they, they wanted other people to work their butts, but they never really did themselves. They were just so pathetic in everything they were doing. So, uh, when then I found out that, you know, they were a lot closer than they were, I really had a bad reaction inside of me, again, because it was yet another betrayal from her. And, you know, I was gonna confront her, but because I had to basically break the news to her in a nice way, because she was going through all these physical issues, and she had just been in the hospital, and again, like, a serious issue. That's when I had my other setback, basically. I, you know, I told her, and then after a while, I said to her, well, you know, you lied to me. You said you weren't that close, it sounds like you were, you know. Oh, well, you know, and so she started justifying again. And so, at that point, because I had been already working so much with Alice and, you know, with myself and taking the course and stuff, I learned so much. I realized that's her pattern, that's what she does. You know, she does what she wants, she doesn't take my feelings into account, and then she tries to blame me for it. Well, you know, no, you are the mother and you were never really, you know, there for me, truly, because... But why did she do it? It's because her mom did that to her, too. So that's why I'm talking about it. It's intergenerational trauma. And that rich woman also had her own intergenerational trauma. And I was one of her targets. Whenever, you know, between me and my mom, she would always take my mom's side, but she never bothered to talk to me and listen to my version of the story. But of course, she was the mother, she knew better. So she was one of those, you know, crushers who just want to impose their ways no matter what and don't know their place because, you know, you're a friend, you're not anything more and you shouldn't put your finger in between other people's lives, especially when you don't know both sides of the story. So, with this being said, I want to play it now and see how trigger I get from it. And also, you know, again, you can tap along. Remember, no matter what you tap along, um, it will still help you, you know, 
So, yeah, I was sad because I felt bad for her and her daughter because, you know, it's a hard thing. Then I didn't end up going to the funeral because I couldn't. And I, and I thought to myself, good riddles, because quite frankly, you know, um, like these people were not really ever in my life. And, you know, they never really gave two shits about me. And they had tons of money. They never once try to help me or no like oh she can be a waitress you know she can do something that she can't physically really do nor sustain in an emotional way because I would have fucking probably killed someone <laughs> I would have literally told them to fuck off if I had to deal with that kind of shit you know because I'm sorry some of us have real problems you know so you rich fucks who inherited your rich trust funds you don't deserve more than us you just got lucky and you should count your blessings because if you go poor, guess what? You don't know how to work. And you're gonna fucking go nuts. See, I always did menial work my whole life. I don't look down at menial work. I just know that I have my limits. And I know I can't do certain things. Because my body will give out. And then, you know, I'll get fired. Because you cannot treat people like that. When you're a waiter, you have to be a good player. You have to be, you know, balanced. Uh, and if I see too much of that... Back then, I would have gotten triggered and I would have literally given them the Italian customer service. I would have told them to go fuck themselves. Because <laughs> in Italy, if you treat a waiter like that, they'll fucking tell you to get the fuck out. Because they get paid well there. They don't have to kiss your ass to make a good wage. It's not like here. So, <laughs> this is just a, a slavery system. So, all of you who go out and treat your waiters like shit, you're all scumbags. <laughs> Remember that. If the waiter is rude, it's a different story. But a lot of the times the waiter is nice because they want to make their tip. And so if you treat people who make tips and you use it as an excuse to not tip them, karma is a bitch when you are one too. So don't say you weren't warned. <laughs> Respect hardworking people because a lot of you never had to. And it's much different than streaming for 15 hours. When you have to bow down to jerks who treat you like shit and you work, like they make you go back and forth 300 times, you know, it's like, it's tiring also physically. So, yeah, it's a tough job. And some of them make good money, but they deserve it. <laughs> That's just my point of view from having been in that, uh, you know, kind of industry and having seen a lot of the stuff and it's just not my thing. Anyway, uh, let's see what that session is. Let's see what else I have forgotten. Maybe I remember everything about this. I don't know. But um, let's see what's happening. And uh, enjoy the show. We're tapping with, uh, again with Francesca today. Thank you for being willing to have this recorded. And we're going to do some more work on her relationship with her mother and the after effects of that. And something has come up for you in the last week. And why don't you start tapping and breathing and just uh, briefly, emphasis on briefly, 
tell me the story about what happened and then we'll go into doing some tapping about it and working on that um, well last week uh, one of our best friends passed away and the daughter contacted me because she didn't know how to break the news to my mom because uh, they were really good friends her mom and my mom and so she contacted me and I said oh don't worry I'll take care of it so I used DFT and I helped her deal with it as I was selling her the bad news and uh, in this interaction however I found out that basically my mom had been lying to me for years because I wasn't fond of this woman because of some instances that happened in the past and so I wasn't rude to her but I would avoid her and she knew this and so she just told me she would talk to her once in a while and instead the daughter confirmed that they would talk almost every day so, so stop and take a breath are you tapping on your fingers oh i'm tapping <laughs> okay that's great okay so i want you to check in and notice how you're feeling i'll betrayed that's the real it's a big betrayal because if she was doing it it's fine just be honest about it it's the okay. lie I can't stand. And, okay. uh, you know, and also the fact that she would stay such close friends with someone who did something pretty rotten towards someone close to me. You know, okay. she chose herself, her needs over mine, always, okay. you know. So take another breath. Zero to 10, how betrayed are you feeling? Today, an eight. Okay. When I found out, it was a 10. Okay. Um, so please check in with your body and notice that that feeling of betrayal sits anywhere in particular. It's my stomach. And can you describe the feeling in your stomach? Yeah, it feels like a pit. It's tight and it's reddish and black in color. Does it have a texture? It's just tight. I okay. Think, um... Does it fill up your whole stomach? Oh yeah, it's a ball. <laughs> okay. And does it go more than your stomach? No, it's very focused. Okay. And did you say pit or fist? It's like, it's a pit. It feels like a pit. It feels like someone has a fist there holding it like that. And that's okay. the other impression. Okay. Does it have a temperature? Is it hot or cold? Yeah, it's actually quite fiery hot right now. Okay. And um, does it have a smell or a taste? <laughs> the taste is bitter. So take another breath and I want you to check in and I want you to notice if you feel anything else other than betrayed. Well, the betrayal comes resentment. Okay, zero to 10. I say it's about an eight. Okay. I worked I on this. <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? I worked on this a little bit. It was okay. Okay. And where do you feel the resentment? That's more in my heart. Okay. My Can heart, you describe that sensation? It's My heart feels a little weak. I don't know how to... Okay. Just, I just feel weak. 
in my heart sometimes. It's like it's achy, you know? Okay. Like, I have heartache. It's, it's not a physical thing. It's not like I had spasms, but I felt that tightness and, you know, yeah, like you're hurt. Okay. You're hurt and you feel resentment for the hurt. Okay. Is the hurt an eight as well or is it a different number? It's all eight. Okay. Okay. And that resentment and hurt in your heart, uh, does it have a color? No. Okay. So let's just do some tapping. I'm very unwilling to look in my heart, I find out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm hurt, I just want to push it away and move on. I keep working usually. I used to eat sweets before, so <laughs> I'd rather work. <laughs> okay. All right, even though. Even though. I feel betrayed by my mom. I feel betrayed by my mom. She said she wasn't close with this woman anymore. She said she wasn't close with this woman anymore. And I found out that that's not true. And I found out that that's not true. And I feel betrayed. I feel betrayed. And hurt. And hurt. And resentful. And resentful. And I love and accept myself anyway. And I love and accept myself anyway. And take another deep breath. Even though I feel this uh, fiery feeling of betrayal in the pit of my stomach. Even though I feel this fiery feeling of betrayal in the pit of my stomach. It's tight and reddish black. It's tight and reddish black. And bitter. And bitter. I choose to know I'm going to be okay. I choose to know I'm going to be okay. And take another breath. Even though I feel all this resentment and hurt in my heart. Even though I feel all this resentment and hurt in my heart. It feels weak and achy. It feels weak and achy. And I just want to push it away. I just want to push it away. I deserve to love myself. I deserve to love myself. Okay, top of the head. All this resentment. All this resentment. All this betrayal. All this betrayal. And all this hurt. All this hurt. Third eye. Resentment. Resentment. Betrayal. Betrayal. And hurt. And hurt. All these feelings in my stomach. All these feelings in my stomach. All these familiar feelings in my stomach. All these familiar feelings in my stomach. All this hurt in my heart. All this hurt in my heart. All this familiar hurt in my heart. All this familiar hurt in my heart. I'm open to the possibility. I'm open to the possibility. That I don't have to hold on to these feelings. That I don't have to hold on to these feelings. That holding on to these feelings. That holding on to these feelings. Is not helping me in any way. Is not helping me in any way. So it's okay to let them go. So it's okay to let them go. My mother doesn't tell the truth all the time. My mother doesn't tell the truth all the time. And if I, w I wonder if I can find a way. And I wonder if I can find a way. To accept that. To accept that. Heart chakra. All this pain in my heart. All this pain in my heart. I really want my mother to be honest with me. I really want my mother to be honest with me. And she doesn't seem to be up to the job. She doesn't seem to be up to the job. Underneath the nipples. All this resentment. 
all this resentment. That's in my heart. That is my heart. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. And I don't have to hold on to this resentment. I don't have to hold on to this resentment. Underneath the armpits. I'm open to the possibility. I'm open to the possibility. That I can just know this about my mother. That I can just know this about my mother. And not have it have such a tremendous effect on me. And that it will have such a tremendous effect on me. Yes. Take a breath. All these remaining feelings of betrayal. All these remaining feelings of betrayal. I know my mother doesn't always tell the truth. I know my mother doesn't always tell the truth. And maybe I can find a way. And maybe I can find a way. To accept that. To accept that. So let's take a breath and I want to just check in. See how you're feeling emotionally and physically and what you're thinking. It's kind of gone down to a seven. I feel it's going down. And it's different from any other time because this time around, I didn't feel like the, the village fool, basically. I felt like, you know what? I, I knew it in my heart that she was lying. I had no proof. And I usually would get mad at myself after I would say, you know, you should have followed your guts. Your guts were right. Your brain kept saying, no, no, she's not. So I'll feel guilty. I don't feel guilty for how I feel now. I just, right. you know, I, I don't act out in front of her. And if I say something to her, I just tell her bluntly. But I don't yell. I don't freak out like I used to. So it's changing me. But yeah, that feeling of hurt inside is really because over and over in my life, she has always put me, not even second, like <laughs> way down the line, but she would tell me how, no, I was so important to her. The facts are that I would never be friends with someone who would have done such things to her. You know, I wouldn't mistreat them. And if they need, did help, if they were in, I would help them. But that's not the same as, you know, keeping them as close friends and then, telling me how this woman was actually not that bad and how, you know, I, I was sitting there going, are you serious? <laughs> like, you are joking. So take that's... a breath. <sighs> and I want you to give me the earliest memory you have of feeling this way, whether it be that feeling in your heart or that feeling in your stomach or that feeling of betrayal or that feeling of resentment or all of the above. It's, well, it's the first time, the really first time was when my brother was provoking me and I broke a window because he was mocking me and I kept telling him, stop it, stop it. And on the 10th time, I had a brush in my hand and I just threw it at him to make him stop. He moved. I broke the window. She didn't give me crap alone, but she was basically excusing him in a way. And I felt like, no, he was being a jerk. He was provoking me. It's against the law. <laughs> God damn it. I would tell her no. <laughs> you know, so no, I reacted because I had no power, right? He, okay. he could do whatever he wanted. So. so how are you feeling right now telling me that story? I still remember it, but I worked on this story before. So it doesn't emotionally give me... Um, the reason why it keeps coming to me, I think, is because it's a pattern. 
and I, I just I'm not sure though because I, I think why is it that story it's like in here you know uh, maybe it's because it's just the start of what I could remember so have you done any matrix re-imprinting on this particular story that I don't remember honestly I know I worked on the anger side and on the reactive side I probably haven't done any re-imprinting okay so would you like to Oh, I'm, I'm game for anything. I just want this stuff gone. <laughs> okay. How old, how old were you? I was like five. I was really young. And how, how old was your brother? Uh, he was like uh, seven and a half, probably. Okay. Yeah, seven, eight. Because he's like three years older than me, not much. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'd like you to close your eyes and start tapping on your fingers. And I'd like you to, to set the scene for me. You were inside your house or your apartment. Mm -hmm. Your mother was there. She was in the other room and we were in our bedroom. Okay. And he was sitting opposite side in the bedroom. So he was next to the window playing with his toys. And I was close to the door playing with my toys. Okay. And mom probably told us to do something. I don't remember. Yeah. We weren't doing it, both of us. <laughs> so then he started mocking me about something. I don't remember what it is. I just remember he was mocking me relentlessly. That's what he would always do. And then when they would come and I would react, he would play the victim and go, oh, it's not me. And they would believe him every single time. And I okay. was looking at them going, are you dumb? Can you not see? <laughs> He's lying. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And I was so mad about it. <laughs> okay. So I'd like you to see the point in the story where your mother's come into the room and she, you've thrown the, uh, what was it, a brush? <laughs> at the One of those had brushes. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's hit the window and is it cracked the window or broken the window? Broken completely. It was one of those wooden, nice, heavy, you know, I was trying to hit him. I wasn't going nice. <laughs> Okay. He deserved it. I was thinking, you know, I even told her that he deserved it. <laughs> yeah. And what did your mother say or do? She, she said, oh, no. And the first thought she told me after was, you know, oh, no, the, the window is broken. What am I going to tell your father? Because he was scary <laughs> when he was when. And then he turned around and said, what happened? And so she saw my point and she understood that. So she wasn't overly against me, but she just didn't punish him at all. He didn't pay for anything. It was like, you know, she made us both basically guilty. And yeah, of course I broke the window, it's true. <laughs> but to me, it was well obvious. Like if he didn't provoke me, I would have never done anything. He was trying to get me to do something wrong. So I would get in shit and then he would be sitting there going, ah, I got you. Because he loved to do that. Okay. So let's go and have a chat with your younger self. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'd like you to um, take your, young, your present day self or your higher self, whichever you prefer, or both. And I'd like you to step into that room and your mother has come into the room and she has said, what will I tell your father? Which was a bit scary for your younger self. Mm -hmm. And she didn't punish him. Did she punish you, your younger self? No, she, 
she basically just told me I shouldn't have thrown the brush and she said to him oh you shouldn't provoke her but it was it, she basically she was fearful of my dad so obviously that passed on to us right and okay yeah, and it was, sounds like she didn't punish either of you she didn't really punish either of us also because she knew that dad would be you know he's the bad cop <laughs> so she was the good cop in a way okay so i'm just trying to understand where this feeling of betrayal comes from because it sounds like she didn't punish either of you and she uh but she did say both of you had been in the wrong yeah and for me it's because she never once acknowledged the fact that he was an asshole <laughs> and even if he was a kid he was an asshole he was always trying to create issues and okay so again i'm trying to understand this because you you did say that she did say something to him that he shouldn't have done what he did well because she said yes like she basically the way she treated him it was like yeah i know she overreacted that's how she acted out i overreacted it wasn't him that caused it you know oh no you were just being a kid you know but she overreacted and that's what it was just a little because my mom is very good at telling you one thing but really she feels another and she covers it up well you know and the truth is then she treats him like always oh, because this is the pattern that bothers me is that he makes you look like you are the bad guy and okay. she believes him and then ultimately in that case that was one of that was actually one of the few cases where she punished us she didn't punish us in the same uh, she treated us both well if you want to okay. say that but it's the way she looked at me like oh you have a temper you know like there's something wrong with you not that he provoked you for 10 times and you asked him to stop so you know what no i'm sorry that's not okay Michele. she okay. never said that you know okay uh, i i understand now what 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 the situation is so yeah. it's both the way she looked at you and the way at which for, for your which you interpreted as there's something wrong with you and they would uh, tell me to my face they would tell me you have a temper you have to control your temper it wasn't okay. like in my head like they actually she actually did said that and she would tell me more than once afterwards when i brought this stuff up with her that she didn't know what to do with me sometimes because i had such a temper well, like give me a break he provoked me for 10 times it's not like i, I reacted right away like that then yeah i would say i have a temper <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm just a logical person i i think to myself give me a break you don't provoke so did your i'm just trying to get some information here did your brother have a temper as well did my brother what sir have a temper as well oh no my brother is is the typical covert you know if you want to call it narcissistic person where you know he he totally acts like he's a saint and then he does all this crap behind everybody's back and then he rouses you up and then when you're in front of them you act out and makes you look like you are the problem and they all fall for it you okay. know so, so that's I'm going to suggest that we find another time okay with those same kind of scenarios but a time when your brother got off scot free and when you did not get off scot free because i don't really I, I'm a little at a loss as to 
how to deal with this one because the truth is that she gave both of you shit. Yeah, she she gave us both of us shit, but in the end, every time she speak about this, it'll be like, oh, I had a temper. That's what okay. Okay. She was trying to be fair, but in reality, I she was on his side because she was like, oh, ultimately, you're the one who yelled. You're the one who did this, so you're the one who can't control. Okay. Is there another memory that you can think of that is more uh, where she it was uh, all about you and what you'd done, but he'd been the one who'd been goading you? Yeah, well, the, the next one in line was when I was pregnant and um, I was hormonal, like it was within the first week sort of thing. And I knew right away after like four days. But anyway, so I was acting up. But I wasn't like, acting up crazy. It was just he was coming around the shop where I worked with my parents, and he was always trying again to roll me up, right, when they weren't there. And so then um, he went to my dad, and he said to him, you know, Dad, I think maybe I know why Francesca is so nervous. It's because she may be pregnant. <laughs> and he told my dad, old-fashioned Italian man, that his unmarried daughter may be pregnant. And according to my mom, he did it to help me. Yeah, right, in hell. And I said to her, really? Because if he really wanted to help me, he would have come to me. He would have spoken to me about my private business instead of going to a dad who obviously would have flipped out without me that, and he did. Because <laughs> what kind of dad would be happy to hear that? Anyway, so again, she was trying to excuse him to me and saying she, he did it because he loved you and he wanted to help you when this person had been doing everything in his power to do it well. But once again, you know, she, she did exactly the same way, the same thing where my dad basically treated me like I was crap and not because just I was pregnant, it, it's also because, you know, he was fighting with me. And so any excuse for him to basically fight with me was good and he gave him more ammunition basically that's all he did and he knew this because he had been in my position before so sorry your dad had been in your position before or your brother my brother because my brother was working there before with my dad and my brother and my dad were fighting all the time i was okay. fighting with my dad for different reasons and uh i because i didn't want to be the boss and Instead, my brother wanted to be the boss, and you know, he had like knew everything on top of my dad. Well, me, I was like, no, let's cooperate, right? That's the best way to do things. Okay, stop and take a breath, Francesca. <sighs> okay, so your your um, brother figured out that you were pregnant. He told your mom, and then he told your dad. Is that what happened? Yeah, he basically went. And, and then, at what point did you find out that he'd done this? Later on, my mom, so stupidly, came and told me, no, you know, he really does care about you. Okay. All right. <laughs> and I think that's when I was like, what? You're kidding me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's go back then. So your, your mother has just uh, come to your younger self and said, I know you're pregnant because your brother told me and he told your father and take a breath. 
Was it just the two of you in the room? Well, yeah, we were in the shop, in the kitchen. Okay. And they were away somewhere buying food. My dad and my brother didn't work there anymore. So. Okay. So what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to see that scene. Is it daytime? Is it nighttime? It's daytime. It's like uh, early afternoon. Okay. After lunch rush. So I was in the back with her for a minute, having my lunch, I think, or my break, whatever. Okay. And take another breath. Can you see your younger self? Yeah, I, I was like 29. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. What I'd like you to do is I'd like you to freeze your mom. And I'd like you to walk your current self into that back room at the shop. And I'd like you to introduce yourself to your younger self and let her know that you're here to support her because you, being her, an older version of her, knows that that was not one of the easiest moments in your life. Yeah. And ask her if she'd be willing to accept your support. And I'd like you to be tapping on your fingers if you're not. I can't tell. Okay. Oh, I am. <laughs> Great. Okay. No worries. No, I'm just checking in. So take a deep breath. Check in with her and tell me what she says. She says, yeah, someone who is really on my side. Okay. So now that she knows that she's got an ally there, ask her what she's feeling right now and wait for her to tell you. Rage. Okay. Rage towards your brother, rage towards whom? Or, wh or what about? All of them. Okay. And what is she raged about? They're just assholes. Always. They always behave like assholes with her. Okay. Zero to ten, how enraged is she? Well, she's a ten. I mean, that was a freaking low blow. For anyone, even for my brother. <laughs> okay. Gosh. And check in with her and find out if she notices feeling that anywhere in particular in her body. It's like her stomach area is like on fire. Okay. Yeah. All right. Ask her if she'd like to do a little tapping with you. Sure. Okay. So take her hand in yours and start tapping on the side of her uh, hand. Even though you feel all this rage. Even though you feel all this rage. Towards your mother. Towards your mother. Towards your father. Towards your father. And towards your brother. And towards your brother. Who you don't think really cares about you at all. Who you don't think he really cares about you at all. You deserve love and support. You deserve love and support. And take a breath. Even though it feels like your whole stomach area is on fire. Even though it feels like your whole stomach area is on fire. Because you're so in so much rage. Because you're in so much rage. And I feel like my throat is just blocked. <laughs> and your throat feels blocked. And your throat feels blocked. You deserve to say whatever it is you need to say. 
You deserve to say whatever it is you need to say. And to be heard. And to be heard. And take a breath. Even though you have all this rage. Even though you have all this rage. Because your brother told something that it wasn't his business to tell. Because my brother told something. No, your brother, you're talking your, to your younger self. Your yeah. brother, yeah, I became it. Your yeah. brother told you something that it, told them something that it wasn't his business to tell. And you're he gonna, wasn't even sure about. Yeah, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Now I want to check with present day Francesca. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. Do you want us to take you out of there and work on you right now and then come back? No, I'm actually okay. Okay. Top of her head. All this rage. All this rage. Third eye. This rage towards your mother. This rage toward your mother. Above the nose. Your This rage towards your father. This rage toward your father. Side of the eye. All this rage. All this rage. Underneath the eye, this rage towards your brother. This rage toward your brother. Underneath the nose. It wasn't his business to tell. It wasn't his business to tell. He didn't even know. He didn't even know, exactly. And he didn't check it out with you. And he didn't check it out with you. Pinpoint. All this rage. All this rage. It feels like your whole stomach is on fire. Feels like your whole stomach is on fire. Um, collarbone point. All this rage towards your father. All this rage towards your father. But you're pretty sure is going to be angry. And you're pretty sure he's going to be angry. Yeah. So is she afraid of her father's rage? God, no. She fights him. She's okay. Just, she's just tired of having to deal with it. Okay. Um, heart chakra. All this fatigue. All this fatigue. Thinking about having to fight with your father. Thinking about having to fight with your father. Underneath the um, nipples. All this rage at your mother. All this rage at your mother. Who thinks that the only reason your brother told. <laughs> Who thinks that the only reason your brother told. Is because he cares about you. It is because he cares about you. Underneath the armpits. And you're pretty sure. And you're pretty sure. That that's not why he told. And that's not why he told. Wrist points. All this rage. All this rage. And take a breath. Okay, let's check in with her and see how she's feeling. She's feeling less angry, but still. What number? Like a five. Okay. It's gone down. And how's her stomach doing? It's less of a pit. It's more relaxed. No. Okay. And how about her throat? There's still the blockage there, but not as much. Okay. She just feels like telling them, you know, even if he had good intentions, he still didn't have a right to talk about my business without coming to me first. Okay. So close your eyes. And I'd like you to freeze your mother and bring your brother into the picture. And I'd like your younger self to tell your brother exactly whatever it is that she wants to tell him. And you can have her re repeat it and you can tell me what it is or not. It matters not. 
just the gist of what you said is it was not his right to tell. And let me know when that feels complete. Keep taking some nice deep breaths and tapping on your fingers. Of all the freaking low things you've done toward me, this is pretty much one of the shittiest. And take a breath. I really wish I had superpowers to just fucking destroy you right now. That's how bad I feel about what you did. And I'm not this way. And I hate that I feel this way. Okay. So is this present day talking or past day talking? No, this is the past. Okay. And yeah. also the present. Because okay. it's not as strong in the present. Okay. Are you okay to stay where you are? Oh, yeah. Okay. In the present. So, it's so just, like so what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to reach over and tap on her while she's talking to her to her brother and telling him how mad she is at him and how betrayed she feels by him and have him just um just listening you used something that was so hurtful already it was such a shitty situation to be in anyway and you used it just to hurt someone has never done anything bad to you ever except existing and taking away the freaking spotlight when she was born for like two seconds all my life has been like having a freaking enemy right in my family take a breath so what i'd like you to do right now is i'd like you to freeze that scene and i'd like you to open the eyes tell her that you'll be back mm -hmm. and i I'm reading grief, is this correct? Oh yeah. Okay, top of your head, all this grief. All this grief. All this grief for all the times. All this grief for all the time. That I was in battle with my brother. I was in battle with my brother. No, all this grief. All this grief. All this grief in every cell of my body. All this grief in every cell of my body. Take a breath. All this grief. All this grief. All this grief I've been feeling for years. All this grief I've been feeling for years. All this grief and sent this sense of betrayal. All this grief and this sense of betrayal. All this anger. All this anger. I deserved way better than that. I deserve way better than that. And I still do. And I still do. All this grief. All this grief. All this resentment. All this resentment. All this sense of betrayal. All this sense of betrayal. All this rage. All this rage. Yeah. It's not okay what he said. It's not okay what he said. And it's not okay what he did. And it's not okay what he did. 
And I'm open to the possibility. And I'm open to the possibility. That although it affected me. That although it affected me. It says way more about him. It says way more about him. Than it does about me. Than it does about me. Take a breath. I'm willing to know. I'm willing to know. That that was my business. That that was my business. And I deserve to be able to share it when I was ready. And I deserve to be able to share it when I was ready. That was not his, um, that was not his to do. No, that was not his to do. No. And I'm open to the possibility. And I'm open to the possibility. That I can let all these feelings. That I can let all these feelings. About what happened when I was 29. About what happened when I was 29. Go. Go. Take a breath. I don't have to trust him. No, I don't have to trust him. But I don't have to feel all this rage either. But I don't have to feel all this rage either. Because it's not helping me in any way. It's not helping me in any way. If I thought feeling this rage... If I thought feeling this rage... Was going to make things different between us... Was going to make things different between us... I willingly hold on to it. But chances are, chances are, it's not going to make things better. It's not going to make things better. It's just going to cause me to have stomach problems. It's just not cause me to have all kinds of problems. <laughs> yeah, take a breath. So I give myself permission. So I give myself permission. Uh, that was a nice um, sigh there. Good, good job. To let all this rage go. To let all this rage go. And this sense of betrayal. And this sense of betrayal. He did betray me. He did betray me. And I don't have to trust him. And I don't have to trust him. But I don't have to hold on to these feelings. But I don't have to hold on to these feelings. Exactly. I just can know that he's not somebody I need to trust. I just can know that he's just someone who I can't trust. Take a breath. And I wish it was different. Yeah, I wish it was different. And maybe someday it will be. And maybe someday it will be. I doubt Mir it. <laughs> Miracles are possible. Well, miracles are possible. I'm open to them, guys. <laughs> All this remaining rage. All this remaining rage. I choose to let it go. I choose to let it go. I'm open to the possibility I can forgive him. I'm open to the possibility I can forgive him. And know that I can't necessarily trust him. And I know that I can't necessarily trust him. And maybe that's just the way it is. And maybe it's just the way it is, yeah. And maybe I can be okay with that. Maybe I can be okay with that. Maybe I can know that there are some people I can trust. Maybe all I have to know is there are some people I can trust. Yes. And there's some people it's probably best not to. And there's some people that are too sick to be trusted. <laughs> exactly. And my brother's one of them. Yeah, he is one of them. That's where my guilt comes from. Because I understand that. Okay, all this guilt. Yeah. I feel guilt because I feel he's paid. I feel anybody's paid. It doesn't matter if I like them or not. Yeah, okay. All this guilt. All this guilt. All this guilt I've been holding on to. All this guilt I've been holding on to. Because part of me really wants to be able to trust my brother. Part of me would like to be able to forgive him. Yeah. And, and maybe I can forgive him. And maybe I can forgive him. 
Because I know he's not well. Because I know he's not well. But maybe I don't have to put myself in harm's way. But maybe I don't have to put myself in harm's way, that's right. Yeah. Maybe I don't have to trust him. I don't have to trust him. I maybe can't. I can forgive him and not trust him. Maybe I can forgive him and not trust him. And maybe I can do the same with my mother. And maybe I can do the same with my mother. I have to. Let's just um, check in and see how you're feeling. I feel a lot calmer, I have to say. It's okay. unbelievable, actually. Every yes. time is like a huge change. Yeah. I mean, this is stuff I've worked on over and over in different ways. I've really worked on all this because it, it does, like, when I feel that I want to destroy you kind of feeling, I know yeah. it comes from hurt. Yeah. I know that's where it comes from, really. It's like, why are you doing this? And then my other side, because also, you know, they raise you to be kind and all this stuff. But they never say that to people like him, right? <laughs> they only say it to you. Yeah. So I, I felt this injustice all my life. And I was like, really? But, but you know, I would never do that to anyone. It's like my worst enemy. I wouldn't do that to. Okay. I'm open to the possibility. I'm open to the possibility. That I can forgive him for not knowing better. That I can forgive him for not knowing better. And I'm also open to the possibility. And I'm also open to the possibility. That I need to keep my eyes open around him. That I need to keep my eyes open around him. That I can't necessarily trust him. That I can't necessarily trust him. And I'm open to the possibility. And I'm open to the possibility. That I can find a way to have that be okay. And I can find a way to get that be okay. And take a breath. Okay, underneath the nose. And I'm also open to the possibility. And I'm also open to the possibility. That I can forgive my mother. That I can forgive my mother. For thinking that my brother had my best interest at heart. For thinking that my brother had my best interest at heart. Maybe that's what she believed. Maybe that's what she believed. Take a breath. And perhaps I can forgive her too. And perhaps I can forgive her too. And while I forgive her, and while I forgive her, I can know that I can't always trust her. I can know that I can't always trust her. At least not to put me first. At least not to put me first. Or to believe me when I'm telling the truth. Or to believe me when I'm telling the truth. And that's that's pretty sad. Oh yeah, that's pretty sad. Yeah. But I did tell her that for a long time I thought I was adopted and she was surprised by that and I thought yeah. why? <laughs> Take a breath. Actually, put your hands on your heart. I forgive my brother. I forgive my brother. For uh, goading me and telling my secrets. For goading me and telling my secrets. Before I was ready to do so. Before I was ready to do so. And I forgive myself. And I forgive myself. For expecting better from him. For expecting better from him. I forgive my mother. I forgive my mother. For believing my brother. For believing my brother. His good intentions. Yeah. Take a breath. 
And I choose to know that I'm going to be okay. And I choose to know I'm going to be okay. I'm a strong, empowered woman. I'm a strong, empowered woman. And I choose to tell my truth. And I choose to tell my truth. Take a breath. Without being an asshole. Yeah. In a kind and uh, sensitive way. In a kind and sensitive way. That's the thing. Yeah. Which I didn't which I didn't maybe come by honestly. No, I, I didn't do that before. I was yeah. too mad. Yeah, take a breath. I forgive myself for being so angry. I forgive myself for being so angry. I understand why. I understand why. And I'm open to the possibility I can let it go now. And I'm open to the possibility that I can let it go now. And it's like, your hormones go nuts anyway, so. Yeah. Okay, so if you're ready, I'd like you to go back to tapping on your fingers. Okay. And let's go back and check in with your younger self. And see how she's doing. as angry now like it's it's less than a four okay ask her if she made any decisions about herself or her brother or her mother as a result of what happened that day she doesn't want to destroy him as much and she still, that anger she hangs on to, she still, you know, it's there, but it's low. And she's not as hurt. By okay. She's kind of like, well, what can I expect from you, really? So ask her if there's anything else she'd like to say, do, or have happen. Yeah, I just want to tell them that because of them, I had to basically say no to having a child. And I am, I have been resentful for a long time. And she, she wasn't ready to tell them because she knew she had to get rid of the child because of all this crap that was going on. And... So for them to even slightly try to make them feel bad about it was again their bad. Not, okay. Not hers. So she's. So would, she, would she like to say that to them? Yeah, she's telling them that. She's literally telling them that right now. They're all there in the kitchen now. Okay. So it's I'd just, like I'd like her to tell them all, and I'd like them not to respond until she's finished. And that, uh, you know, she, she, she doesn't trust them because she knows that they just can't help themselves. And she's not feeling as angry because she realizes that they can't do anything else. So she's becoming pragmatic, which is quite new for her. <laughs> okay. She would just resort to yelling and, and, you know, 
saying profanities and telling them to go to hell. Yeah, the same way she was taught to do. Right. Okay, so close your eyes again. How would she like her family to respond to what she's just said? It would have been nice if my parents told him that it wasn't his place to say that, even if it was true. And that he, my brother, should have admitted that he didn't really have the best of intentions. And even if he did, he still overstepped his boundaries. And he had okay. Had that. okay. It would be nice to hear them admit their culpa <laughs> once in a while. But, um, you know, only if it was real. It's because if they admitted it, it would mean they actually would have understood. So take a breath, and we get to rewrite history a bit here. So your younger self has told her parents why she didn't tell them and why she's not going to keep the baby and why she's upset that her brother told them without talking to her first and without giving her an opportunity to tell them herself. And take a breath. And her parents have heard her and they have said to her brother that it was not his place to tell them. It was Francesca's place to tell them. Regardless of what his intentions may have been, whether good or not good. And take a breath and let's check in with her and see how she's feeling now. Finally, that's what she's saying. Okay, that's what she's saying. How is she feeling? She's feeling relieved. Okay. It's some sort of satisfaction where it's not like the light satisfaction, like, oh, finally, someone understands me. Finally, they're on my side for a change or not on my side. It's just, you know, on, on the side of the truth, on, on the side of the fairness or however one wants to put it. Okay. Ask her if there's anything else she'd like her parents to say or do. Well, I would like for them to understand, to understand how hard it is to go through this. Okay. So would she like to tell them? And have them listen? Mm -hmm. It was a tough decision to make. And I, I only did it because I knew it was the best solution to something I caused by being stupid once. So I already felt bad about it. I didn't need someone else to crank it in a little more, you know? And... And how would she like her parents to respond? I would like for them to take responsibility. And what does that look like? What does that mean to her? 
to her it means that they should have embraced her and instead of treating her like a crazy person with a temper to understand how difficult of a situation that was on top of everything else going on okay so take a breath and let's have her mother come over and give her a hug Feel your mother's arms around your younger self. Feel your mother's understanding being transmitted from her body to your younger body. Feel your father come and put his arms around you, your younger self. Have them acknowledge that they know how hard a decision this is. And that they admire her for having the strength to make it. If that resonates as truth for her and what she'd like. What else would she like to have happen? like to see her brother not always trying to create issues and just understand the gravity of what he did okay and what would he need to say in order for her to understand that he gets it sorry okay and mean it all right so let's make that happen happen You keep breathing. Let's have him get that he really overstepped this time and caused his sister a lot of pain and that he's truly sorry. And just stay in there as long as you need to, to complete that, that picture. And let me know when it feels complete. And if there's anything else that you, your younger self needs to say or do or have happen, have it happen.
Does that feel complete? Yeah, it does. Is there a color associated with that new memory? It's, it's blue, but I want to say cyan. It's not really blue. But it's, it's okay. So I'd like you to put this new memory into a cyan uh, bubble or cloud or mist and put those memories of your younger self speaking up and talking to her parents and her brother and telling them that this has been a really difficult decision and that um, and have her parents feel um, express their love and concern and their understanding and hear um, your brother apologizing for telling them what was your right to tell not his feel your parents hugs hear your brother's apology Open up your crown chakra and start pouring that into your brain and then down through your whole body, paying special attention to your heart and your stomach. And let me know when your whole body feels full of this beautiful new cyan memory. If you want to put your hands on your heart, that's a good idea. They're already there, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I was stepping on my fingers. <laughs> okay. Because it feels good. Yeah. You can do that too if you prefer. It's up to you. Just let me know when that feels complete. So now I'd like you to take this new memory and I'd like you to send it back in time to any other time when you felt betrayed or misunderstood and send all of those younger versions of yourself some of this energy too. To any other time when you felt like your parents favored your brother or didn't understand his role in goading you. Send all of them some of this cyan energy of your brother understanding the effect that his actions had and saying he was sorry. And of your parents getting it. doing an umbrella thing on all of them. Perfect. And when you're done with all of them, send it to the future, to any other time in the future 
when you might feel tempted to feel betrayed because you've trusted somebody who maybe isn't as trustworthy as they could be. Okay. When you're ready, I'd like you to take another deep breath and I'd like you to send that energy out to the universe because there's lots of people who can use it. Take that feeling of being embraced, of being calm and relaxed. Relieved and satisfied. heard and understood. Well, my stomach is not a pit anymore. Nice. Okay. Do you feel complete? Yes. Okay, you can open your eyes. I feel complete now. <laughs> I'm being silly. It's a good yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. Good work. Well done. Yeah, really. It, it feels good because I have a myriad of those things and it's good to send it love and new energy. So I'm going to suggest that you um, uh, write this down, write the the re-imprinting down, and redo it a few times. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, super. I, I tend to, to do things over and over. Okay. I train myself. If I feel triggered, I start doing it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to stop the recording now. And thank you very much for being a part of this. I really thank appreciate you. it. Thank you. I appreciate all the help. Well, that was really nice and honestly I forgot a lot of all these sessions so I hadn't watched them in a long time and this is awesome um, actually I took down a shit ton of notes throughout this because um, you know it's how you do it right like 
if you notice that you're watching something, what comes up? You write it down, write the thought, or if you have a thought, and then you work on that stuff. If there is something to work, or you have, you know, you saw a cognitive shift, and you can explain to other people what went on and what was going on. So, um, it was really interesting because I didn't feel um, any charge whatsoever in any of them, but I was feeling empathy toward that younger version of me just as much as I would feel for someone else. And that's that's really a step forward because for me, I was always judging myself because that's what I was taught to do, right? And also, some of us tend to do it um, more than others, I guess. We tend to be really harsh on ourselves. It's just by nature. So it was quite a good experience. Um, I do want to always remind everybody that, you know, this is all for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. And also, I wanted to once again share the um, website. That's Alice's website. So you can contact her and if you, you know, want to work with her or to see what she has up there, lots of information. That's her YouTube channel. And once again, if you need information, you cannot find the links for whatever reason. I guess the most, um, the easiest way is indeed to just email me and that's the email that I use for this kind of stuff so don't troll you'll be simply um, banned <laughs> and blocked so but if you need help with you know finding links and stuff and it's hard for you you can always reach out there so I hope this helped a bunch of you because even if you have very different problems again if you tap along you see the way it's done, then you can apply the way, right? So she's doing a lot of advanced techniques there. So don't be scared if you don't grasp everything or, you know, don't worry about it. The important thing is that you tap along. Whenever you are in a situation where you don't feel comfortable, just start tapping on your karate shop point. That's a great start. If you just manage to do that as a habit, that's a huge step forward because most people don't even remember to tap when they're like that. So I just, you know, I see that Muso just came on. Um, so uh, I'm going to share his link as well because uh, some of you don't know him. Um, he's, he's good at reading tarot and... Um, he will help you if you are ever lost and stuff like that. And um, it's a good resource to have. He's on Twitch. So, again, I share people, you know, they're not all on the same platform. So, I will do cross-sharing uh, whenever it's necessary. I'm not trying to take you away from your favorite platform. I'm just trying to give you the information. And I will be putting all of this um, in a day or two on the podcast. So you can always find it on Spotify as well for free. Just so you know. 
I'm doing this for free because I want to reach as many people as possible who are in need and not everybody has money to pay. And um, also it's because I would really like to see people, you know, who are really good at stuff having a huge YouTube channel, for example. And she doesn't yet. I don't know if she has another YouTube channel now. But, um, I mean, she should have way more people, you know, um, just following her. She only has 30 subscribers, guys. It's ridiculous, you know. So, um, she just deserves way more. And these sessions will also be there. Um, she just there weren't really many views. It's interesting. It's pretty sad, actually. Because she's so good, and it really works, and, you know, these people have um, lots of experience, so... But that goes to show, you know, what people are into. People watch hoes and stupid shit, and then when it's time to learn stuff that really can help them, you know, they just don't even bother watching, so... Oh, it's all bullshit. Because the cult has convinced them that taking a pill is so much better. Well, just like Dawson Church explained in that session we watched, it's not really true. So, I'm going to end this session uh, on EFT.